Welcome to the Money Pick Podcast brought to you by Goodwin Investment Advisory, where our mission is to lead people to financial peace, independence, and generosity. I'm your host, Reed Trigo, and today on the show, I am joined by GIA's, one of our associate wealth advisors, actually associate wealth advisor, level two, Rory yep. Glatt. Rory, thanks for joining me today. Thank you for having me, Reed. Man, that is so exciting. What is Associate Wealth Advisor Level 2? What's that mean? So Level 2 just means that I officially passed my CFP exam. Man, so, that is amazing. Thank you. Thank you. It was a beast. It was a beast. But I won't be able to use the marks till May because I'll have my experience come May. Okay, good. So Because you have to have like two years working for a firm or something like that. Yeah, either 4,000 hours as an apprentice or 6,000 hours with standard hours. <laughs> That's amazing. There, there's so many different rules and things like that. That is amazing. Congratulations. Thank Congratulations. you. Thank you. Fantastic. Very exciting. So Rory, a frequently Googled question that we want to answer on, on this short episode okay. is I have a hundred thousand dollars. How should I invest it? So, you know, that's gotta be a simple answer. So go. Well, I would love to say that it's a simple answer, but I think there's a lot of things that you got to take into account. You know, like everyone's different. Everyone's got different goals. Everyone's a different age. Everyone's got different risk tolerances, meaning like the way they feel about volatility in the market feels different to each person. Some don't like it as much as others. Some are more risk takers than others. Mm. And then some people have debt and some people don't have debt. So I think it depends on the individual. Okay. So <clears throat> not a simple answer. I'm a simple man. I like simple answers, <laughs> but let's just take a few variables out then. Okay. So let's assume debt is not a huge issue, right? The only debt they have maybe is a mortgage that's a reasonable monthly payment. Maybe yeah. they have some student loan debt that's relatively low interest or as I like to call it sometimes equity building debt, right? Because yeah. eventually these things become more valuable. Um, let's say their savings rate is on target. Their emergency fund is in place. So if something bad happened, they could survive for three to six months or whatever. Then what kind of, what's the question we would ask then? I'm, I'm 23 years old, about to be 24. So I'll, I'll give it for someone in maybe their 20s. Ooh, um, you do that. And then I'll do one for a 51-year-old. Okay. Okay. Perfect. Good. I think that, I think that's great. Okay. So for someone in their twenties, they got a much longer time horizon before they even think about retirement. Some people that's not even on their minds. So I would max out your IRAs. If your income's up below the thresholds, I would max out your Roth IRAs. Um, but before that, maybe make sure also that your savings rate is on target. Make sure you have an emergency fund in place. If you're saving below 15%, maybe try to get that to 15%. If you want to be really aspirational, shoot for 25%. Save 25. What could be, what could hurt? Yeah. Couldn't hurt anything. <laughs> it's hard to do. <laughs> it is hard to do, especially when you're just starting out in your career. There's so many things happening in life. Like you might be dating, you might be getting married, uh, you might be trying to buy your first home. And that's another thing, like uh, invest in the real estate market. Um, whether that be a mutual fund or your first primary home, you can also invest in a brokerage account that's more easily accessible than your retirement accounts because you can't really touch your retirement accounts until you're in your 50s. Yeah. And when you're young, like one of your great wealth building tools is buying a home. Yeah. And time. And time. Oh, most valuable thing. I always think you should buy crypto. 
Crypto. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not. I don't know. Someday, someday somebody's going to be rich on that stuff. I don't know, but I'm, I'm staying away from the speculative stuff. I am as well. Especially yeah. because as a 51 year old, I have a lot of different answers about how I would handle a hundred thousand dollars than you would. Yeah. So let's hear it. Okay. So I think at 51 goal, number one is to make sure my retirement is on track. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, if I need to supplement that, maybe that's where that hundred thousand dollars goes. Uh, if there's a retirement income plan in addition to social security, cause I don't think I want to live only on social security. Mm-hmm. So I'd want to make sure that I have an additional income plan there. If at 51, I would want to make sure I'm paying down a mortgage really fast. Yes. I don't want to get to retirement in like 15 years, 14 years yeah. and have a mortgage. That's no fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, make sure cars and credit cards are all paid off. Right. So at 51, these are the like high priority things. So let's say all that's on target. Okay. For the 23 year old and the 50. What are some actual options to do with $100,000? Um, how do we invest it if you had like this windfall? Yeah. So if you have like the entrepreneurship gene inside you, maybe start a small business on the side. And if that's something that you've always wanted to do, maybe take a shot at it. I and, love it. I yeah. love it. Great idea. Yeah. Yeah. And then investing in the real estate market, whether that's, again, a mutual fund like a REIT or if that's actually buying rental property or your own primary home, that's another option. And REIT, not REED, is in this case, it's Real Estate Investment Trust, which is sort of like a real estate thing that acts like a mutual fund and trades like a ETF or a mutual fund, right? Yeah. Okay, good. Just wanted to make sure that was clear for our people. Yep. And then do you want to mention the last two? Yes. So in, you can invest in the stock market. Right? Yeah. You could invest in the market with this kind of money. So we asked our advisor team, if you had $100,000, how would you invest it? So, And it's really funny. On our team, we have a couple 30-year-olds. Well, we have a 23-year-old. <laughs> yeah. A couple 30-year-olds, a 40-year-old, a 50-year-old, and a 55-year-old. So we can ask across this whole age spectrum. And here's what we got. The 30-year-old and 55-year-old both said they'd make recurring, con- recurring contributions to the S&P 500 in like a total market index fund or something like that. And I'd also have to say that the 20-year-old would probably say that too. Bad. <laughs> You're okay. Good. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for weighing in on that. That's awesome. So, and the key is like people have these IRAs, as you say, you mm-hmm. got to make sure you're funding, you fund the IRA, but then you have to invest it appropriately. Exactly. The IRA and the 401k is only a vessel. If you put money in there, that's just sitting in cash, but you got, you got to make sure that it's actually being invested. That's how the money grows. So isn't there something about a cookie jar? What is it you say? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I like to think of the vessels like the 401k and the IRA as the cookie jar. But when you invest the money, you're putting cookies actually in the cookie jar. Got so you got to make sure you put cookies in the cookie jar. There you go. That's awesome. That, and I love cookies. So I, I understand it when you say it like that. Thank you, Rory. Of course. <laughs> so the other one, our 40-year-old advisor who happens to be Tim Goodwin, our founder, he talked about rental real estate or like an income producing investment, sort of maybe like a small business. But his argument was, um, if you have extra money from your paycheck that's being withheld in like a 401k or you're contributing to your retirement, it's a really good idea to do that in the stock market on like a dollar cost averaging thing, right? Yes. But if you had like this windfall of $100,000, then is a good time to maybe buy a small lot and put a small house on it or even like a a tiny house or mobile home, just something. Yeah. That's a a great idea. Yeah. Yeah. Or some small business. So he likes the idea of taking a a windfall of money 
and actually investing it in something that creates income. Yeah. Awesome. What's the last one? And then the last one is invest in yourself. I think that's another huge and important thing to consider as well. Uh, You can further your education, maybe do a master's program or go back and get some certifications to help further your career. I love it. That's a great idea. Yeah. A hundred thousand dollars more (laughs) education. Woo, that's a lot. I mean, sometimes an MBA can cost that much money. Fair point. Fair point. Awesome. That's great. Hey, Rory, thanks so much. This has been amazing. Anything else? Yes. Just the last thing. As financial advisors, we manage and rebalance portfolios, but I feel like the true value that we add and that we can bring to clients is in the planning conversations that we can do for each individual because each individual has their own unique and personal situations and circumstances. Exactly right. Yeah. That is what we do here at GIA. Yeah. Thanks, Rory. Appreciate you being here today. Of course. Thank you for having me. The Money Pig Podcast is hosted by Retrigo. Goodwin Investment Advisory is a registered investment advisory firm regulated by the Securities and Exchange Commission in accordance and compliance with security laws and regulations. Goodwin Investment Advisory does not render or offer to render personalized investment or tax advice through the Money Pig Podcast. The information provided is for informational purposes only and does not constitute financial, tax, investment, or legal advice.